2: For more information on Michael and Jeannie, please visit www.whyagain.com. And now your co-host, the Forgiveness Doctor, Dr. Michael and Jeannie Rice. To the brightness within you, and the truth that is rooted within me. Hi, and welcome to Mindshifters Radio with the Forgiveness Doctor, Dr. Michael Rice. I'm your co-host, Jeannie Rice. And we also have Dr. Tim Hayes with us, and we welcome you to the show. Today is Friday, August the 21st, 2015, and our calling number is 646-200-4169. Press 1, and that puts you in queue to talk to us, and we would love to hear your comments and your questions, because that makes this your show. Welcome, Michael.
3: Thank you to your heart and welcome, everybody. We're honored, delighted, and blessed that you're here to join us to to keep delving into this ancient technology and this ancient healing process called forgiveness from the first century Aramaic language. And we're here to restore an understanding of how this human energy field works and the tools that were taught 2,000 years ago by the man named Yeshua. He's popularly known in the culture as Jesus, but that is clearly, clearly not his name. His name was Yeshua, and he taught a a complete and coherent system of healing that each person who had an understanding would have the tools with which to restore themselves to high-level wellness. And so we're here to support every mind, heart, and being on the planet understanding that that system is available and that anyone who chooses to engage in it can do so. You don't need an expert. You don't need somebody to run to. Support from your friends is always great. Building a support team around you, building a community around you of people who understand the tools is an awesome thing to do. But the tools that can be applied to work through anything that, you experience in your life that is unlike love. You know, our, our definition of a human life is hold a newborn child, you know what human life is. It's what we're designed to be plugged into. The world comes along and puts its thumbprints on us. And then when we experience those thumbprints later in life, the focus of our intention, attention because of the way our culture's trained us, is always out there, always looking out there for the problem. Charlie made me mad, Bill made me sad, Hortense hurt me, and on and on and on goes the list. All the while, the mad, the sad, and the hurt are internal processes that are changeable. But they're not changeable if you believe that somebody else is the cause of them, because when you believe someone else is the cause of them, you hide the cause within yourself. You literally dissociate from the cause inside yourself. So the person who looks at the two-year-old and says, you make me so mad is dealing with a mad part of their minds that if they would stop their denial, stop speaking and thinking as though the child is the cause of it, they would have the opportunity to go inside and realize, oh, I have mad in me. It's time for me to heal. And so we're here to support that healing process. That's what this work is all about. And if you have not accessed first century Aramaic forgiveness yet, I guarantee it will change your life and... There's a ton of information free on our website right down to the very specifics of how to use the tool. And our radio show five days a week, we're here to support you using it. So freely available, go to www.whyagain.org. In the middle of the page, you may have to scroll down a little bit, you'll see a bullseye. Click the bullseye, it'll open a series of links. Included in those links is the latest worksheet along with earlier worksheets that we've developed, Chapter 24 of my book. There is a uh, a link, the third link under the bullseye is a series of radio shows. Some of them are key, important topic radio shows, and others are simply radio shows where uh, we've walked someone through the whole forgiveness worksheet process. The worksheet is called Reality Management. It's there free on the website. There are at least 16 hours of free instructions. If you want to pay for support, we're happy for you to do that, and we're happy to support you whether you apply any money to, in our direction or not. We're here to make the tools available. There is the uh, video and there are audio CDs of why is this happening to me again, which go into the forgiveness process. And so certainly you're welcome to go to our catalog and buy those along with Oh, we've got about 15 other DVDs, but that's not required in order to access the technology. We're here to support you. We're here to give you everything we've got in understanding how to use these tools and supporting you in moving through whatever you experience that is within you that is unlike love. And of course there's a there's a really complicated test that we've developed in this work for determining whether or not something you're feeling is yours or not. Because of course the world has taught you that it's Bill and Harry and Hortense that are the problem. So so we've developed this test and it's 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 a challenge to apply, it's complicated. How do you tell whether or not something you're feeling is yours or not? Are you feeling it? Then you now know who it belongs to. And if you're feeling it and you don't like it, it is forgivable. I don't care what it is. It is forgivable. And forgiveness means remove. It doesn't mean what the Greeks have taught us, let somebody else off the hook. It's how you go inside your own mind and remove what never belonged in you. So we're here to support you in that whole conversation and understanding the tools and taking it forward uh, to wider and wider circles of people around the globe. That's our whole reason for being, and we're honored and delighted to be here with you today, and uh, let's check in with Dr. Jim and see how the young man is.
0: I'm doing quite well, thank you. We had our Thursday support group yesterday, and, um, or last night, and we, we were... Um, we're listening to a talk, uh, do you know the name John Kabat-Zinn?
3: I've heard the name, but I don't know of his work.
0: Well, he's about 70, 71 years old. Uh, he went to MIT and at about 20 years old and got introduced to Western thought, Buddhist meditation, Hindu practices of stillness, etc., and he coined the term mindfulness, which of course... Mm. There's a feeding frenzy going on currently for mindfulness, but, but the idea of um, how we need to um, learn to manage the mind and take care of ourselves, and he was giving a lecture. And, and we were listening to some of that because I had listened to the lecture and there was just so much overlap with your work and the work we're doing here and tapping into our true nature and having an experience of it and getting out of the intellectual part of it and so then uh, so then that was kind of malfunctioning and somebody mentioned that she'd read a book that was a turning point for her called um searching inside yourself by meng m-e-n-g who's a google engineer and um and he was one of the the um most popular people at google and he would give these talks and he gave a talk, and he's the current, kind of the core of the talk is John Kabat-Zinn's definition of mindfulness. And um, so it, it was just delightful. He's got a very heavy accent. It's somewhat difficult to follow at times. But the idea is um, as he's talking about how neuroscience and functional MRIs are able to scan the brain and track changes in the brain more and more, he says that the practice of mindfulness, the practice of meditation or mindfulness, is actually, they're actually being able to demonstrate now with their technology what people have known for thousands of years, which is it changes the functioning of the brain. And basically, you know, the uh, the amygdala, which is the, the center of the brain over the emotions that regulates the fight, the flight, or freeze uh, response in people, and is so highly connected to people if they have post-traumatic stress disorder where, you know, one of the theories about that is that the amygdala just goes on hyper-alert and never shuts down. So the person is always living right on the edge of being triggered into fight or flight. And so... Or fight. He, pardon me? Or fight. Fight, flight, or freeze. All three. Yeah. That's yeah. regulated by that center of the brain. So... The idea but but is, I
3: was I was throwing in I was throwing in one more F in there, okay. And that is fight F I G H T. So many people are right on the edge of that; they're ready to go into rage and fight at any second with that uh, anomaly in the brain.
0: Okay, that's that's part of what I'm saying. It's fight, flight, or freeze. So I fight, I run, oh. or I just freeze. The three F's. Cool. And, and so he was saying that they have these uh, scans, functional MRIs, that are able to demonstrate that monks who have been meditating for anywhere from 10,000 to 50,000 hours, they actually have measurable changes. The longer they learn to meditate this way, the longer they or the more change they have in the decrease of activity of the amygdala and control over the functioning of the amygdala. And so he says jokingly, so who's excited about meditating for 50,000 hours? <laughs> well, not really much of any, anybody. Then he says, so here's the good news. It takes a lot less than that. Are you ready to figure out? Here, here's, here's 10 seconds. He gave everybody a 10-second trial. It's one breath, 10 seconds to practice mindfulness. Now he says, if you do this for 100 minutes, just a little over an hour and a half, It produces measurable changes in your brain chemistry, and it reminded me. And I stopped the 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 video and said, "So here's Dr. Michael Rice, who says if you just commit to 200 worksheets, five a day for 40 days, and if you think about it, in the process of doing a worksheet, canceling the goal, putting the conscious logical mind on the side, and asking for help, you're actually doing a meditation, a mindfulness practice. If you do that, absolutely, and, and and you see a shift." And if you do that, Michael Rice says 200 times within the next 40 days, Meng is saying if you do that for 100 minutes of practice, it physically, they can demonstrate, it changes the functioning of your brain. And the more I do that, the more control over I get of what I used to believe was a completely involuntary process. And um, so... Then, you know, we had that, and we saw a lot of different parallels between that work and the work that we do with our, and then we had time to do the uh, worksheet, and somebody volunteered to do a worksheet, and they had done one on Tuesday, and they would still had a lot of, you know, uh, issues, energy, uh, residue about it. And so it was uh, just a wonderful session where one person did a worksheet, and then two other people were getting triggered during that worksheet process and one of them started her own worksheet and then said well now now you've done it (laughs) (laughs) jokingly and she had to put her worksheet aside and do the actual identical worksheet of the person who was doing the worksheet out loud because the issue was so clearly exactly the same issue Mm -hmm. so it was just as, as I say every time we talk about this it's a blessing to be able to be surrounded by those people and to have this, um, I forgot to mention, here's Jon Kabat-Zinn's definition of mindfulness. It's the awareness that arises through paying attention on purpose in the present moment Mm non-judgmentally. So, you know, 20-some years ago, he coined this phrase, and it's not meditation, Mm -hmm. It's this experience that you can't really put on words that he's using the word awareness to, to point towards. It's an awareness, a whole different level of experiencing yourself that arises when you pay attention on purpose in the present moment without judging. Sounds like conscious act of present love. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> it uh... yeah, it's awesome how many, how many
3: places this is coming forward on the planet. Just spontaneously, and uh, it, it is absolutely awesome. And Interesting you bring up the, the idea of mindfulness. Yesterday I was talking to Suzanne Tucker, who back when we were doing the uh, uh, Parent Teacher Mondays was part of the show for a while, and she's actually creating her, her course now, or her parenting course is called Mindful Parenting, and she's getting ready to bring out a set of uh, of cards with different colors, different animal totems, and uh, and different, basically, mind shifters for parents and for teachers and for kids. Uh, she's got on each card a parent and adult form of the idea and a children's form of the idea. So she's creating these beautiful, bright, colorful cards that she's getting ready to uh, to have manufactured and make available for uh, conscious parenting or and mindful parenting. So, so it's pretty cool. It's just, you know... Coming from another direction, it's all coming together.
0: Pretty awesome. yep I look forward to hearing about that and looking into it myself.
3: Yes, yeah. And you know to me the the power what 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 became clear to me after working with the worksheet for some time is that when I can cancel the goal, I collapse. The output of the mind, and there's that. For some people, it's just at first it's just a second of that connectedness to love, that that mindfulness, that that space, space where actually that we we might even say mindlessness, the mind collapses its activity and we get a chance to have a near life experience and people who will practice with the tools long enough and often enough will will come to where that is what starts to govern their physiology as they empty out the the junk that uh you know that's stored from how many generations that keep that amygdala on you know alert and in in the fear mode it's just uh, dissolving and dismantling that so it's uh Everybody working for the same goal in that uh, arena. Certainly, awesome to see how many people are uh, are moving in that direction and bringing it forward into the world. It's pretty cool.
0: It is delightful, in my opinion.
3: And it's interesting too, as you talked about the uh, one person doing the worksheet, another person started her own, and then ended up doing exactly the same work. So, you know, when we do an intensive, like, for instance, this 16-day laws of living that we just uh, we just completed here two weeks ago. And each intensive, it's always interesting, you know, in the personal code evaluations, of course, we get a pretty, pretty clear picture of where the holes are in people's minds and perception from that uh, evaluation. And uh, each intensive tends to have its own challenge, and I think it was
0: was 80 80 or 85%
3: of the people in this intensive block is the truth. Love of truth was their their challenge area, and each intensive tends to have, you know, some intensives, it'll be hostility, some it'll be fear, some it'll be, you know, each one, the gathering of people is always amazing, and uh, something that, especially when things get rocky, you know when one person in the group gives the other person the look or the voice and and the energy starts to move big time. Uh, One of the things I've learned over the years is to trust the process because each composite, each group of people comes together for a reason. And so much healing happens when the space is there to allow and embrace the hidden, guilt-ridden, rageful, sad, hurt, pained parts of the mind when that comes together and then, and then to watch how people pair up with each other, form teams, work together, and just what huge amounts of work are done in such a short time period in that environment. And it always amazes me how the genius intelligence of each person, when they're in that environment and have the tools, you know, such as a support group, is just, uh, how they're just able to, to be there and do and say things that, in their normal state, they'd say, well, I I couldn't have imagined I could have ever done that. And all of a sudden, new skills show up, new abilities, and healing happens. So it's pretty cool, pretty cool to watch the energy shifts that occur.
0: I have to agree.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, we certainly appreciate having you on the team you are a blessing to the world and to this work and to this radio show with how often we uh we end up with our travels, getting in a jam and how you're right there and just mucho, mucho gracias, kudos and appreciation. Thank you.
0: You're you're very welcome and deserving and I would like to just put in here that I do it uh in a very self wise way. I, I gain at least as much, if not many, many times more, uh, for my personal growth by staying in the flow of this work. That's certainly what I found when I first started doing it. You know, for for about six
3: years, I did this part time. Was involved in the business world, and you know, back then I worked almost literally eighteen hours a day, nine days a week. <laughs> and then I discovered that the best way to be a full time student was to become a full time teacher of it. And uh, have slogged through many opportunities in the early development developmental phases where I didn't understand how to apply it just uh, <laughs> think about you know, some of the stuff that uh, that I' needed to slog through in order to to bring this forward at this point and how how it's changed my life and what a, an awesome, awesome opportunity it is to uh to continue to move that forward and you know getting ready to take it to the next level. It looks like uh we are going to uh rent a place although we don't have the final word on it in in uh Playa del
2: Carmen.
3: Del Carmen and uh in Mexico, which is a pretty nice seaside community, that's uh, a very safe, protected kind of community, not far from Cancun. And it looks like we're going to rent a place for a little better than five months, and uh, have time to write, have time to set up, and do, maybe do some online webinars, and uh, and create a members area on our website for people to be able to access the videos and audios and such. And uh, and probably do at least one intensive while we're there to uh, to support that uh, six month <laughs> happening. And it's just you know the book has been out of print. We were actually talking about it the other day, and I was thinking, oh, it's been out of print for what ten months, twelve months, something. Like, Geez, if no, Michael, it's over two years. It's like, oh, how? Did no, I
2: know, said four I, years.
3: Four oh, excuse years. Excuse me, four years. <laughs> no, now come on, now. Don't be sanctuary, honey.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Okay. Anyway, so we're going to buckle down and get that done. And it was interesting. I got a call from someone. Actually, I got a a text from someone from Louisiana. And it looks like uh, uh, toward the end of September, we're going to fly out to Monroe, Louisiana, and speak at this conference. And this person runs a thing, a a, a site or a, a conference every year called Where Grace Happens. And. She had gone to visit somebody who I don't know, or at least if I know them, I don't know that I know them. <laughs> you know, there are a lot of people that I know that I don't know, I know them. But anyway, this person was sharing the work with her, and they watched a video, and so she was just wowed by the video, and I'm not even sure which one she's watched, she watched yet, and invited me to come out and keynote their conference, where they're going to have about 70 different pastors from different churches. And uh, she said, you know, I I, I just, uh, this guy showed me this video It keyed me in. There's another person that I work with that keyed them in. And now, you know, since we've made that visit, we've just been, you know, just going all the way into what you're doing. And, and we're looking forward to Spanish, uh, bringing this to the Spanish world. And she said, it was interesting after we came and visited this person, I'd never heard of you before, I got home and sitting in an envelope on my dresser, was a brand spanking new copy of your book in an envelope from Amazon. And she said, I don't know how it got there. I didn't order it. And I said, well, that's interesting because you couldn't have ordered it because Amazon doesn't have it. It's out of print. They do have some used books. But she's like, I have no idea how your book got into my mail. But... She's got a, And she says, it's a brand new copy. And uh, so she got home. She never heard of me before. She got home, and there's a copy of my book in her mail, uh, a book that is not available at Amazon in any way, shape, or form. It's a new book. And uh, she actually said her secretary had watched the video, too. So she took the book. She had ordered one, and she took the book and is, is working with it. So so it's fun to just watch how it all happens and opens, and, and who knows where it goes. But here's here's the commitment. Whatever it takes, we're going to take this to every mind, heart, and being on planet Earth and make it available. So anybody who wants to be part of that process, jump on board, get people listening to the radio show, tap them into the archives, send them worksheets, send them videos. You know, it's like, it's just time. It's just time. Time for the suffering to stop on planet Earth. Time for the suffering to stop. If you want to have an interesting listen for those who might be new to the show. uh, I started a new book back several years ago. It's called The End of Suffering, Resurrecting the Original Aramaic, Yeshua the Christ. And there are in our audio section on the website, you can download uh, the first two chapters in the audio book, actually, Todd Jackson, Dear Friend of Mine that passed away last year, Dear Friend of Ours uh, from Florida that passed away last year. Back oh, about six years ago, we uh, we did a Saturday afternoon workshop where he read the, the the conversations between Yeshua and this character, very much like why is this happening to me again? Only it's Yeshua and a character. And uh, so he, Yeshua starts out the book saying, "Well, you know, you realize they killed me twice. First they killed my t- my, my body, then they killed my teaching." I Uh, the second two hours of the uh parameicism no oh no, well we we were up in Springfield this past weekend and and I was able to download actually both files successfully and uh, uh the support group here we watched the first hour of it, and I was actually just sitting there in tears as I watched it the way it, the the interplay between Dale and I and the way it came together was just so crystal clear and for me so touching that I was sitting in tears still having watched it. How are you talking so, uh, about uh, so the I'm not sure this no, I'm talking about the third and fourth hours,
0: okay, yeah, that's um i I got that one. the one I wasn't able to download, I believe is the uh what is the world? Okay. Well, I was able to do that one too this weekend. So maybe you want to try it in. I don't know. I haven't watched it yet, but
3: uh, but it did download. At at least it says it downloaded. And my computer, as I say, I haven't looked at it yet. But um, it's just it's amazing how it all comes together. Michael. Yes, sweetie
2: we have a question in the chat room and then we have a caller. And the question in the chat room was, uh, Dr. Tim, what person or what book were you talking about that you got the fight, the flight, fight, and freeze? Can you repeat that?
0: The book is called Search Inside Yourself. And um, you can find that one on Amazon. And um, the author is Chade hyphen Meng. So C-H-A-D-E hyphen capital M-E-N-G. And um, if you put search inside yourself and the word Meng, M-E-N-G on Amazon, you'll come up with that. And then if you search on uh, YouTube for the same thing, it's a Google Talk or Talks at Google. Search inside yourself. You can see a, an hour-long talk by him. Cool. Awesome. Thank you. All right. And our
2: caller, I believe, is Magda. And that's area code 828. You're on the air.
4: Hello, hello. And hey, you, young lady. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. And, I, and I'm calling to... Thank you for your support, and, um, and I wanted to just uh, briefly also testify, do a testimonial, I guess, um, for the benefits of doing our work, uh, and um, so I'll tell everyone who's listening. What happened yesterday is that Ari, um, who is our wonderful raw food chef and comes to do Uh, the kids direct us and create things beautiful and wonderful and delicious in the kitchen during intensives. Mm -hmm. while he and I were on our way to go shopping uh, yesterday and on the highway a young deer I think it was a doe ran across the road right in front of us and I applied my brakes but still um, she caught part of she got caught by uh, part of the front of my car. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, it's kind of impossible to swerve around here because there are there's nothing to go onto off the highways on, on this highway. You just go into a ditch. So I just kept going straight forward. And, um, and I was in shock. I was definitely in shock, and I didn't know it. And um, my testimonial and my gratitude is to Ari, because he was e- able to keep a uh, kind and loving and uh, peaceful demeanor during the whole thing. And mm. uh, gently lead me to the conclusion that we really should not go on shopping. <laughs> we, we need to go back and take care of doing the insurance stuff and all of that with the car and and uh, dealing with my myself and my feelings, which I wasn't really feeling at that time. And, uh, and the way he did it was so, it was just profoundly um, loving. And um, so I think that's really a testimonial about how good it is <laughs> to do this work. That when we fly into, or a situation arises, that could cause pandemonium and excitement. And I was doing some, what we might say, quote-unquote, stupid things. Like, I did not even know what the next step was. I couldn't see, And I would have told anybody else this if I had not been the driver, but I was. And I'd never had the experience of hitting an animal on the highway before. So I just went blanko. I didn't realize that I had my insurance agent's telephone number right in in the glove compartment, and um, it was so sweet to to uh, let that unfold uh, as it needed to without um, pointing it out in what could have been a very rude manner that a lot of people might have done in that situation. So um, anyway, I'm saying. Thank you for the work. Thank you, Ari, for doing your work and being there for me. I really appreciate all of it. And then, of course, last night after I came home and um, felt how tired I was, which showed how much emotion was wrapped up in this, I took a nap, I got some nourishment, and then I did my work, my worksheet, uh, forgiving what came up for me was my fear about the animal, um and uh, whether or not it would survive because when even though we went back um she was not there she had taken off into the woods um some other people stopped too and had actually walked into the woods but couldn't find her there was no blood on the car anyway i was still concerned and i had uh, my fear coming up and my guilt um about i should have done better and all a lot of other things so I did my worksheets last night and um, it was great. I slept like a baby. And so, thank you again for putting all of this Aramaic forgiveness into a form that is so usable. And, um, and that's all. That's what I wanted to say.
3: Mm, that's sweet. Sweet. And, you know, Magda, you really bring up such a, a powerful point in um in this work and that is creating community and that when we have community you know driving down the road with somebody if they're in a community of love if they're in a state where they understand the tools and understand process work it's just you know and I know when Ari got back he was in such a sweet space about it it was it was pretty cool just to be talking with him about it And, you know, to just, you know, folks, if you're in a place where you don't have people who understand this work or are involved, start introducing it to people. There will be some people who will puke all over you for it, and there will be some people who will say, I will cherish you forever for what you've given me. But build community, because it's just, it's so invaluable.
4: It is. It is. It's terrific. And I really had the proof of that yesterday, Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen it before, and yesterday was my personal proof. <laughs> so
3: sweet, sweet. Yeah, well,
4: so that's
3: it. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, it's really awesome here at Heartland to uh, to have the community that's developing and that's building, and you know it waxes and wanes as uh, as things move forward and getting ready for. A new level of it uh of it happening, and you know, we've got a community meeting here tomorrow with everybody who's involved in the work and and uh, some folks who aren't, but uh getting together to talk about it it's, it's pretty cool when you know you can be walking down the road, and there's Julie, and you're in your stuff, and Julie's just got the right uplifting vibe and space to process you through that layer and you know day you're walking down the hill and, Magda's over here at the support group or we're over there at the support group. It's just, uh, it's just awesome to, uh, to have that kind of support. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, we are opening the space for the next level of happening at Heartland. So if anybody's ready to, uh, to come and do a uh, work support program, we have different types of exchange programs, anything up to two years. And or if you want to just come and volunteer to help, and you know, one gentleman that's uh, going to be here in October, is a, uh, a, a his profession is a, a painter of buildings, and so we're going to be redoing some of the buildings and uh, just you know, generally moving things forward. So if you'd like to be part of that process, and we're working on solidifying a program that will be of support for people who come to do that. If you'd like to be part of it, and get in touch with us and make a plan. You know, there are times we've had, you know, ten, twelve, fifteen people on the support team at a time. and other times, where we've got one or two. And so, if you uh, if you'd like to uh, to be part of the next level, you know, we're, we're looking at a number of different things. We've got a couple of new translations of the book, Why is happening to be again underway. New languages, and uh, we're looking, as I said, at uh, doing. Uh, a member's section on the site so people will be able to access the, all of the audios and videos. Uh, looking at doing webinars, there's just uh, a lot happening uh, in the outward and the inward. And so uh, if anybody would like to be part of that process, touch in with us. Let us know what your interests are. There's a way to create a marriage. We'd be delighted. And so we cherish having you and Chuck as our neighbors, Mm-hmm. Uh, the awesome food that you, you provide us with, with that uh, garden you guys are growing. and
4: uh, uh, You're getting eight today. Did you know you're getting Oh, eight? really?
3: Yeah, you are. I didn't did. know. They're That's
4: gorgeous. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, is. and uh, Chuck and I, by the way, for your listeners, Chuck and I were also part of the support group some years ago, staying in Heartland. I think we had about 12 people at that time. I'm not sure. And um, it was really dynamic. Um, you come to Heartland, and because of the space that has been developed—a loving and healing space—and all the crystals underneath the ground that holds all of that energy, uh, your issues will come up, and that's a good thing. Because <laughs> yeah, I know. When you do it in the presence of people who understand and can support you. Wow, it's really a wonderful combination, although it doesn't always feel like it at the moment. <laughs> um, I'm going to sign off, Michael. We're getting ready to to make another trip, and this time we're going to go all the way. Chuck and I are going to do the errands we were planning to do yesterday. So, to all of you. I'll see you okay. Okay.
3: Is Ari, Is Ari going with you?
4: Uh, no, he isn't.
3: Okay. So. But you're going to look at cabinets? Is that your your plan? Yeah. Yeah, we well,
4: yeah. <laughs> are. Ah,
3: okay, cool. Because okay. I was going to say, Jeannie and I have been talking about going maybe to Mountain Home or to, to uh, Branson on uh, Sunday. So thought we might connect somehow there. But All right. Well, yeah, you I have travel this time and be safe. Say that again, I Say it please. again. Happy birthday, oh, yes. to Chuck. This
4: is yeah. eternal
3: day. Happy eternal day, Chuck.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay, he's he's very pleased to got the text from you too. Thank you, thank you. So, um, All right. you. yeah, we'll pass that on about uh, you know Sunday. Okay, take okay. care. All
3: right. Lovely.
2: Blessings. Bye bye. So six
4: four six two hundred
3: four one six nine is our calling number. And if we can support you in any way, shape, or form in understanding and using these tools, you know the tools range from the reality management, forgiveness process, responsibility, communication, codependence worksheet, uh, uh, commitment, um, just whole range. Empowered to heal, uh, purpose worksheet, purpose, personal power, and commitment. Just a wide range of how do you. Manage life from a state of being rather than being managed from a culture that wants to run your life. You know, how do you make that shift? And that's what we're here to support becoming inspired from being as opposed to driven or controlled by internal dynamics or by the world. So, Jane, do we have anything else happening in the chat room or anybody with a hand up in the phone queue?
2: No on both cases. So uh, if you're on the switchboard and there's a lot of people out there today, press 1 and you're first in line without waiting. And if you're in the chat room, you're a guest, you can't write, um, just dial in, 646 and press 1. And that lets me know that you want to talk, that you're not just sitting there listening. And we appreciate everybody who is here with us and, and thank you very much.
3: As I talk about the different tools available, you know, one of the... Uh the links, when you click the bullseye on the, on the org, if you look down the list, you'll see a purpose worksheet. And that worksheet is about recognizing that you as a unique human energy system have a purpose beyond what the culture would support you in understanding. And the worksheet is specifically designed to undo the brainwash of the culture that says, you know, you're just a chunk of protoplasm. You're an accident of evolution in the universe, and therefore you have no higher purpose than to go get a job and make money and uh, and give us some of it or as much of it as you can. You know, that's kind of basically much of the message in the world. And uh, what we're offering is that you can bypass that brainwash, tap into the truth of who you are. And, you know, the lead energetic dynamic of your whole guidance system, the functioning of your mind, the functioning of your physiology is purpose. You know perception. You know, we've we've talked about the idea that perception is a construct of the mind. Perception is con is a construct that is based in supporting you, achieving your purpose. Now, many people live in a purpose of Well, I have to prove that I'm an innocent victim and it's all somebody else's fault. That's the purpose they hold. And so everything in their perception tends to go in the direction of finding somebody else to blame for what's going on in their lives. Perception is a servant of purpose. When you recognize a purpose beyond what the world has given you, one that comes from a conscious place or a mindful place, as Dr. Kim was talking about earlier, that comes from that conscious place, then... It literally reorganizes everything. And as you open to that higher space, there will be times when your mental processes just can't keep up. Your mental processes collapse. And that's an awesome place to be because it is a space that in the ancient teachings was called the space of awe. And when we go into that space of awe, it reorganizes everything. It ties right in with this whole idea of meditation. Forgiveness changes literally the structure of the brain and its function. Awe does exactly the same thing. You know, In the ancient teachings, we, we hear the Greeks translate that there's a creator and we're supposed to fear the creator. And if you read deeply enough into those ancient texts, you'll find that they very succinctly say that fear is a commandment of man something made up by men to keep us from that state of awe. In Aramaic, that word that's been translated as fear, God, says have awe. And that awe is such a powerful transforming power. It just ties in with this whole process. And if your purpose is mundane, I'm a chunk of protoplasm, I'm an accident of, uh, of evolution, therefore, it's pretty hard to touch into awe. When you really tap into the truth of who you are, and, and if you ever forget that, just just go find the space to hold a newborn and tap into that awesome energy. I remember, especially when my daughter was born, you know, she delivered into my hands. As she delivered, her eyes were crystal clear and focused in my eyes, and she grinned at me, and it sent me into another universe. I would love to have a whole set of brain scans 10 minutes before her birth and 10 minutes after because I guarantee that any medical professional who looked at a scan before her birth and a scan just 20 minutes later would say this cannot be the same person. And I didn't actually find out, Dr. Tim, until several years later that one of the, the goals of Buddhist meditation is to reach a state of mindlessness where there is no mental process. And that's exactly the state I was in after Krista opened her eyes, totally focused, looked into my eyes and grinned at me. It put me into that state where I couldn't think a thought and you know, I think that's one of the reasons, perhaps, why the culture uh, basically blocks the, the parents from being present at the child's birth, because we're there to have that awesome moment. And yet, what does the culture say to men? Oh, you have no place in that. That's women's stuff. You go out and get drunk and pass out cigars and celebrate and woman, you know, you don't need to deal with this. We, we we can take care of this for you. We'll just knock you out so out cold that you won't have to deal with anything. And both parents miss one of the most powerful moments of life, at entryway. And from my experience, having... Been there to catch both of my children, and thank you, Mitzi, for educating me that I didn't birth my children, <laughs> my wife birthed my children. I, I caught them, <laughs> and that the being that sweet, awesome presence of love enters with that first breath, and it has such an impact for anybody who's home in any kind of mindful state. Now, if somebody's overloaded in stress, then they miss that, but it's a pretty fabulous place to be, and uh, I thank both my son and my daughter for allowing me to be part of that process, because it was just magnificent. And so, our call-in number is 646-200-4169. If we've opened any thoughts or questions for you and you push one, we'll be having a conversation. Some folks sabotage themselves and leave it until the last 45 seconds and they go, oh, we don't have time to finish the conversation. We've got time. If Dr. Tim shared what he had shared about the support group last night or what I've shared, what monda shared. If we were on a platform in your hometown and we walked down off of the platform would you be walking over to us and asking the question? Then, please ask your question. That's what uh, really gives that extra boost of life to the show. Because this gathering of people, I don't know who you are that's listening right now, but you've gathered energetically for this particular show along with whoever else has gathered and maybe your question is their biggest gift. So, even if you've kind of, you know, gee, you know, my voice might be shaky. I'm going to be on the radio. I don't know if I can do this, or I don't want people in the way You know, when I ask you what your name is, you know, if your name's Charlie, tell me you're Bruce. I don't care. It doesn't matter. And uh, ask your question. We're here to support you. So, Jeannie, anything happening in the chat room? Anybody with a hand up?
2: Nobody has a hand up, and Michelle's joined us in the chat room, and she said she got her daughter lined up in college, so very good, and and uh, she's excited because her daughter's first class is psychology, so that's fallen right in mama's footsteps, so that's pretty cool. cool. Yeah, but um, we're down to five minutes, so if somebody's got a really quick question, we've got time to answer it. And Michelle also asked if we did an intensive while we we're in, in Mexico, what month would it be? And I said we hadn't got that far that it'd probably be after the new year, but we had not, we don't have that yet.
3: We're, we're actually open as to what the intensive will be and what the timing would be to early adopters. So if you're thinking you'd like to do it, then maybe you could uh, help us set what the timing will be and, uh, just which intensive I've been thinking in terms of, because we didn't do it this summer, the Codependence Communication Practicum, but also Laws of Living is a possibility. And so if you're interested in that, let us know what, uh, what time frame fits and what you're interested in. That may be uh, what helps us choose what to do. It's going to be a small, intimate group, probably no more than 10 people. And uh, so... So that's a possibility.
2: Yeah, we'll actually have to find more space to go more than um, six people in us.
3: Thanks. Right. Yeah, so anyway, it's going to be a small group. So, And tell you, Dada, that we embrace her in our hearts, and we're delighted that she's off to school. It'll be fun to, once uh, she gets digging into that psych work, uh, to see how it fits with her experience of heart, being here at Heartland last summer. Uh so. But she's uh, what she's learned and what she's been doing in in terms of the work. <laughs> be fun to see.
2: Awesome. And we do have a hand up, but we're down to three minutes. So okay, seven hello. Six 5 you seven Seven six five, you're on the air.
1: Hi there. Um this is Sunny and Michael, Jeannie, hey, young lady. I just wanna thank you both for the mind shifter regarding uh, flow and receiving yesterday. Um, I haven't really been able to apply the mind shifter um, to devote that at minimum one hour, but just being able to mentally focus on it like a mantra or an affirmation, if you will. Um, I had a wonderful experience for the first time in a while with my attorney today, and it flowed, and um, holding the, the space of love and I really have an excellent, a really, really good feeling about um, progress and healing with my issues with my daughter and my ex. And nice. I'm actually quite surprised and, and pleasantly surprised, and I can't thank you enough just getting that far. So I'm excited to see um, the results of really being able to devote to the Mind Shifter. Just um, awesome. that energy out there. I can't thank you enough. Very
2: productive.
3: Well... Process. We, we accept your thank you as more than adequate. Thank you for saying thank you. And we hold the space. And you know, it's, uh, with just a few seconds we've got left, left it, it really, I think, is key to, to look at the principle behind it all. And that is, if there's a part of my mind, if I'm experiencing something that I say, I don't want this in my life, then there's a part of my mind involved. And when I can bring that part of my mind forward in the presence of love, It dissolves, and I transform the situation. And it's just, you know, it's so simple. But the thing that's been missing from our culture is this conscious, active, present space of love or mindfulness or meditation, as many people would call it. And so to really recall that any situation I find myself in where I'm feeling out of sorts with the event in my life, I'm feeling out of sorts because there's something in me that needs to be transformed.
2: Yeah. And uh,
3: that's just, just brought the presence forth of love. Tears. Say it again.
1: With this process of hearing your, um, yeah, as you were speaking, it's brought forth tears. And um, so it's, yes. Keep thank reading. You. <laughs> yeah.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. Keep, keep letting those layers, that, that that energy that doesn't belong, just needs to surface in the presence of love, and and you'll recreate whatever the event is. And of course, our children, you know, you've heard me say it before, one of my favorite tongue-in-cheek lines is, having a child is like having your unconscious mind hang out in true living color and dolby sound. Everything you've ever dealt with, they're going to play out, and that's their purpose. And it's awesome if we can just keep moving to that space of love. You know, they do something and I lose the connection to love. Now that's my work. Oh, that's my work. Oh, I've got another layer of my work. Oh, that's my work. I need to be mindful about what's disturbing in me. Well, no, it's my child. Well, that's denial. It's not my child. What keeps me from being in a space of love? And Jeannie's just in the background that we're down. She actually dialed in, so I don't have the uh, the alarm on it. So we'll just say have a blessed day. Bring a stranger to the show tomorrow. Create the best of your, yet of your eternal life. All right, support, blessings. Bye-bye.